Matthew's the 25th chapter. Don't turn to it. Yeah. But I was sick. I was hungry. Mm -hmm. I was naked. And yeah. I was in prison. Yes, sir. Well, either you did uh, to the least of these or you didn't do it to the least Come of on. these. That's my ministry. I read that three years ago and it struck me and it, and it was revealed to me and I'll share this that it's <clears throat> questioning what love did you show your fellow man. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with your lying, your cheating, and your stealing. But when he comes back into set his kingdom upon the face of this earth, yes, sir. he wants to know what kind of love did you show your fellow man. Well, mm. Just food for thought. The scripture has been read, and I'll read it again, the King James Version, uh, Matthew, the 17th chapter, verses 14 through 21. And when they came to the crowd, a man came to him, knelt before him, and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's an epileptic. Some versions say he's a lunatic, and that fits some of us up in here. And he suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples. But they could not cure him. Yes, sir. Jesus answered and said, you faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you? How much longer must I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was cured instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could not we cast him out, that out? And he said to them, Because of your little faith. For truly, I tell you, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Hmm. Oh, boy. Hmm. I think about some of the mountains I've traversed and climbed and those. <laughs> thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for this another day, another preaching opportunity, another opportunity, Father, to be used of you. Hide me behind your cross, O Father. Blessed in a mighty way. Reveal that your word will come forth. That somebody's heart, mine, will be preached. <coughs> I do to be saved. Amen. We thank you in Christ Jesus. We pray. Amen. Amen. Faith that can move mountains. This story of the Bible takes place after Peter, James, and John had been on the Mount of Transfiguration. You know, when Jesus' face shined like the sun, and Moses and Elijah appeared, and Peter wanted to build three memorials to uh, them, and then God. The heavens opened up and God spake and said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. Listen to him. We as a people and a church are still working on that part. Well, you know, the listening and obeying. Many books will inform you, but only obedience to the word of God will transform your life. Well, Amen. How do I know that? Mm. I'm a witness. Because I often tell people, and I've, 
I'm not ashamed that on April the 26th, 1986, I was at the bootleg house doing all the things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Oh, you might have not been there at that bootleg house, but you've been in some houses that you wasn't doing. Amen. Okay, I'm by myself. You might not have been in that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I don't know no difference. You know, I, I ain't got good sense. I ran in the burning buildings. Everybody else ran out. So I just, no holds barred. I just have to go with it. I am truly glad to be standing here before you all again. I tell you, I could have been a bunch of other places. I could have been at Tucker Max with one of them life sentences. I'm serious, boy. I, it opened my eyes to things that I thought that I already knew. But there was nothing like going through this security thing. <laughs> they scan you through. Then they want you to walk over here. You got to turn around in front of this thing. And they examining your inside. They x-raying you behind. <laughs> and then you got to, uh, she gets a wand and she goes over you. And then she wants to see the bottom of your feet. Now Tuesday I went down there and they turned me away because I didn't, I wasn't announced. I didn't have a gate pass. So I had to go back Thursday. Reverend H.A. Latorson and I went down. And on Thursday, I had to take off my hat, leave it in the car, and it was snowing down there. And I always keep some on my ball here. But these are the things, these security protocols. And that was just to get through the front door. The only thing I needed was my driver's license. And then after I got through the first door, there was this gate outside. Then there was another gate. And then there was another door. And then there was another door. And then here go the bars. This was to get in. Prison. Prison. That was a physical prison. There are people that are trapped in their <coughs> mental prisons and their, yes, I, that's not my sermon. Let me go back over here. <laughs> but that just, that just, and as the Lord takes me on this journey in this ministry and as I am being used of the Lord for this, it, it is opening my eyes to things and I've been some places and saw some things. Well, nothing like that. Nothing like that. That's right. And them cells, Prison. Did you say prison? Surely. Prison. Prison. Mm. Introduction. <laughs> Here in Arkansas, we have the Delta, the flatlands east of our east and southeast Arkansas. You know, the most fertile lands in the Delta, that good river bottom loam that can grow stuff. Uh, then we have the River Valley, and then we have Mount Magazine, the highest point in the state of Arkansas, Pinnacle Mountain just in West Little Rock, and it's the second highest point in the Washita Mountains, and uh, we went to a men's retreat there. You all need to try that out at uh, the men's retreat. It was it was uh, there in Ferndale, Ferncliff, I'm sorry, and it's in Pulaski County. You don't have to go far to escape Little Rock. <laughs> well, but I got a couple of questions. Anybody hiked a mountain lately? No. <laughs> I can't Anybody with any mountains in their life? Oh, 
Sometimes we let the mountains in our life overwhelm us. Here Jesus is saying to them and us, here, where is your faith? Mm -hmm. If you have faith, you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Jesus saying here that he would not be present in the flesh. And how long does he have to hold your hand? At some point after you study, 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 then you put it into action. Well, at some point in juncture, you should be able to lay hands on the sick and well, pray for your brethren, pray for your sister, pray for this country, pray for our president. I know that's a surely. Oh, yeah. He needs prayer. Yes, well, he does. Bishop Fincher preached a sermon back at the end of January, this being Black History Month, and he, he taught on uh, uh, the mountaintop experience and caught up in the moment and then or in the mo movement. After being on the mountaintop, you know, you come, you have to come down and get busy in the movement. Come on. I won't try to preach that message, but focusing on the mountain theme, I will try not to hold you long. Marvin Gaye and Tommy, Tammy Terrell sang a song, Ain't No Mountain High Enough to Keep Me From Getting You, Baby. There's a saying that, uh, Baby, I love you. I'll climb the highest mountain. I'll swim the deepest sea. It's raining out tonight. I can't make it. <laughs> Do you love me? Surely, if you love me, you obey my word. Surely, you won't let a mountain get in your way. Come on. Mountains have long represented problems to be solved, obstacles to be overcome, crosses to be carried, burdens to be borne, troubles to be triumphed over, difficulties to be dealt with. Mountains are problems. Death is a mountain. Sickness is a mountain. Troubles are mountains. Troubles are mountains. Surely hardships are mountains. Family crises are mountains. Unpaid bills and are mountains. Rebellious children are mountains. Lying friends are mountains. Crack addicted loved ones are mountains. The truth of the matter is life is filled with mountains. Yes, sir. But my Jesus says, if I have a face the size of a mustard seed. Come on, preach. You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will obey you. Let me tell you, first, faith may not always change the outer circumstances of life, but it always changes the inner man. It's like having peace when you're going through a storm. How can you surely stand before God's people and go through the storms and situations that you're going through? And proclaim the word of God. Word of God. Mm. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Faith is assurance of things hoped for. Right. And for the conviction of things not yet seen. Well, And that makes all the difference. It's not always what's on the outside that matters, but what's on the inside that really makes the difference. Faith can change the inner, and if, inner, if the inner man has been changed, it doesn't matter what's on the outside. Okay. Yeah. Going back to Tucker Max, them boys down there, now some of them <laughs> still messing up. Because I talked to one, now you in the penitentiary, you done peed dirty for marijuana. <laughs> 
In the penitentiary. Oh, yeah. The devil's everywhere. <laughs> you ain't learned nothing yet. Well, in the penitentiary, they got you in isolation because you. And he was on a good track. From what I was told, that he was in a class, a pals class, and I'm going to be working alongside those people because when they get out, they need somebody to help them. Yeah. Yeah. The church isn't doing their part. Faith changes the inner perception. That's why I say faith is an outward sense that makes our inner vision clear. I read a poem that said, fear knocked at the door, but faith answered, and there was no one there. You know, you, you worry about it, and you try to figure it out in your little head, and you thought it was going to be like this, but when you got to that point, it wasn't even there. Uh, I just thought it was me, but I've seen other people going through some of the similar things, but faith can move mountains because faith can transform the inner perception. <coughs> Secondly, faith can move mountains because faith enlarges the possibilities of life. Well, you know, I wasn't a good possibility. I was on most likely not to succeed, most likely to be in the penitentiary, and most likely to be anywhere but in a pulpit preaching God's word. Hmm. Possibilities. With God on my side. Yeah. Hmm. It's sometimes helpful to compare how one verse is translated or spoken in one gospel and how it's looked at in another. Jesus sometimes says the same thing in different places, in different ways. In Luke's version of the same saying, Jesus says it this way. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord replied, if you had the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. The picture is now taking up a tree and planting it in a new location and creating a new kind of tree. The idea is that the faith can create new possibilities that did not exist in other situations before there was faith. Faith enlarges the possibilities of life. Faith enlarges the options because faith brings God directly into the situation. I have learned that when... I was sitting back there on that back pew, young man, that I could go places and do things if I obeyed the rules, paid attention in school, got a job to finance these things that I wanted to do. But most of all, I had to have faith in God, and in self. Amen. Mm. Young folks, yeah. and some of you old folks, <laughs> Well, we want God's grace to move through the hands of surgeons, well. doctors and nurses, but we also want God's grace to move through anointing oils. Yeah. And I see this oil here, and, and it works. Yeah. I had a, um, I, I've never had to write a letter on a supervisor of mine before, but I had to here about four years ago, and I'll never forget this woman. She come in the door, and me as a marked enemy, 
she never met me before. She just didn't like me. Well, I tried to be nice to her and I tried to cooperate with her to the best of my abilities, but I had to do my job. And But she wanted to complete control of my actions, time, and everything. And, and what I did is real estate, and it had nothing to do with buying paper, pencils, and chairs. And it finally came to me that this was not a physical right. struggle, yes, but right. this was a spiritual one. Yes. Boy, I got to yes. putting this oil yes. on the door faces. Yes. <laughs> I got to putting this oil on me, and then I put it on the doorknob, I put it on her keyboard. <laughs> and I was hey. It worked. Yeah. I had all. I had been doing it for so long. I had all running down the door frame. I'm serious. And every day, I anointed it. I'm serious. Yeah. I even got the excess off the excess off my hand. I'd rub it on the carpet. One day she was in that office and I she closed the door and she said, "He bugs in here." And she took a whole can of spray and sprayed it in this room with the door closed. <laughs> We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities. But without faith, not in the all, but to know that the Lord is on my side and he will fight my battles. Mm. I didn't know what that woman had. She ain't left my memory. <laughs> Children of Israel free, 
Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a virgin unable to conceive, but God created another possibility and Jesus was conceived. Jesus died on the cross, but God created another possibility to raise him to new life. The promises of God means that there is creative and saving possibilities in every situation. Faith, you see, can move mountains because faith enlarges the possibilities of life. My faith is strengthened because God showed up and showed out the last time. A mountain showed up, and when mountains show up, and you get, you know, you will get to those moments of doubt. Yes, sir. Even those moments of fear. Those are mountains. Yeah. But my last point is, and faith can move mountains because faith is God. In God, we are connected to the maker. The maker, the mover of mountains. That's why Martin Luther King stated he had been to the mountaintop. That, that, that fear of death. Mine eyes have seen the light. He was speaking prophetically. He, you know, the Bible speaks of, of, of where is your sting? Death, where is your sting? Mm -hmm. It had been removed from him. So he had he seen something. He said, I might not get there with you. Right. I asked this question. If Martin Luther King was alive today, mm -hmm. 91 years old, mm -hmm. you know, we enjoy the holiday. Right. We take it out and chill. But I have an observation. What in the world do loud colored cars with loud music and big rims on it have anything to do with the struggle? <laughs> Help me, somebody. Help me, somebody. Surely that does not fit in the context of the struggle. It then went from quote unquote a parade to a parade, morade to a circus. It's just my observation. That's my opinion. Surely. Have you ever noticed that God of uh, this, our Bible, is a mountain moving God? Has He moved any mountains in your life? Yeah. Yeah. He's revealed on the mountaintop, but then after we get off the mountaintop, we have to go down into the valley and get busy. But he was there with me on the mountaintop, and he's there with me in the valley. The blood. From the highest mountains to the lowest valley. Nothing but the blood. Isaac was saved from, from sacrifice by an angel of God on Mount Moriah. Moses met God in the burning bush on the Mount Sinai. Jesus was transfigured on the mountain. Calvary is a mountain. And yes, the God of this, my Bible, is a mountain-moving God. The Hebrew called him El Shaddai, which means the God of the mountain. My God can make a mountain. My God can move a mountain. My God is the mountain of a God. Faith will connect us to the God of mountains of the universe. And when that happens, your life and mine become part of a greater whole and the mountains are moved. Yes, you can be free from all mountains. Mountains of doubt. Mountains of misunderstanding. Mountains of confusion. Mountains of sickness. Mountains of pain. Amen. 
mountains of poverty, mountains of loneliness, mountains of shame, mountains of fear. And that is another sermon in itself, mountains of fear. Fear can keep you from what God has for you. Well, if you allow it. The enemy uses fear to trip us, quote unquote, Christians up from doing what God has told us to do, to go into the hedges and the highway, to compel men to come unto him. Lift him up and he'll draw all men. But it amazes me that the Jehovah Witnesses hello that Muslims we can learn something. And I'm a Christian. Hmm. Surely, faith can move mountains. It can change your inner man, and it can create new possibilities. But above all, faith connects us to the God of the mountain. Ain't no mountain high enough, and ain't no valley surely low enough to keep God from getting to you. <laughs> this is extra right here as I close. Mountains can serve purposes in our lives. Yes, they do. Yes. Preach. Yes. Mountains can keep us from stuff we don't need to run into. From some people. From things. Some stuff. Some mountains strengthen us for the next battle. Some mountains serve as markers to remind us of that situation. I would sing that so many mountains, you brought me over, <laughs> you saw me through. Yes. But we must have faith for those mountain situations. In order to climb them, or to go through them, or ski over them, or however it is that the Lord would have us to do. Yes. But prepare us, O oh Lord, for the next mountain. In this day and time of Trump, when he was uh, got in, I said, the Lord used Pharaoh, and he can use Trump. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, right. mm -hmm. He can wake folks up, and I believe he has. I am counting on this. <laughs> But we thank you for every mountain yes. that you've already brought us through. Yes. And yes. if you look back over some of your lives and being young, old, or somewhere in the middle, mm -hmm. that it was nobody but God on our side yes. that brought yes. us through. Yes. It was nobody but the Lord that kept me from hurt, harm, and danger. It was nobody but the Lord, yes, Lord. that kept me. <laughs> there was nobody but Jesus yes, Lord. that could move me from the back pew to the pulpit. Come on, right? Amen. Now I played a little part in my obedience, but I tried to run. Surely he is on preach one day. Surely. The God that 
brought me from the little nappy head boy. And I wasn't the only one with nappy head up in here. Amen. Surely the God that, that, that loves the little children. Surely the God that has established this church and kept it all of these years that has served the people. Hmm. Surely. In my closing is a simple prayer. Come down and hear the cries and prayers of your people. Where we hurt, heal us. Where we are weak, strengthen us. Where we are confused, guide us. Lift us up where we may be still and know that you alone are God. Be it on the mountaintop or in the valley. There's nobody but the Lord in your mountaintop experience that can keep you, that can lead you, that, you, that can guide you through danger seen and unseen. Amen? Amen. May God have a blessing to his the word and the hearing and the doers of his word. May God bless you. Amen. Amen. church are open. If you don't know the God of old, the Jesus of this world, if you don't know Jesus in the pardoning of your sins, as you climb a mountain of the troubles and the pain and the whatever it is that you're going through, you need a Jesus to help you through. If you have an opportunity while the blood is still warm in your veins, now if you are sure, surely if you are sure of your salvation and you can walk out this door not even thinking that without a shadow of a doubt that it all is well, it is well with my soul. That invitation is for you. But if you're backslidden, that you tried Jesus and then you let him go and you found yourself wandering and wondering what, which way to go, if you be on that mountaintop or in that valley of life, in this situation, come back to Jesus. Yes. I know you might go to church every Sunday. Come on. Amen. I pay my tithes. But you can be out of the ark of fellowship sitting right up in the house. Amen. Everybody's a member here or family so I don't even need to do the third and the finals that if you need a church home. <laughs> you wouldn't be here today. But we thank the Lord. For all that he has done for us. Mm. No one come, get this door.
is you who has made a way out of nowhere. Father, the mountain God that has helped us over many mountains, Father, help us as we struggle and go traverse through these situations as we travel through life journey. Be with us, Father. Forgive us of our sins and transgressions. Lead us not into temptation. But we ask you, Father, to bless this church in a mighty way. Bless Pastor Red as he works for in his day-to-day situation. Bless each individual. Bless us collectively. Bless us as we try to do what your word has proclaimed. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. 